Hi, everyone, and welcome to Oliver Wayman's Reinventing Insurance podcast. I'm your host, Paul Ricard. Welcome to Reinventing Insurance. Today, I'm thrilled to welcome Sean Ringstead, who is the Chief Digital Business Officer at Chubb. Welcome, Sean. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And uh, so, Sean, uh, we are today here in uh, not so sunny uh, New York City. <laughs> Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and, and your role at Chubb today? Yeah. So, I, Chubb, for, for those that don't know it, we're the world's largest publicly traded, mm -hmm. um, publicly and casualty company. We're in 54 countries. Just that. <laughs> Just that, right? And and we do everything from you know, accident, health, property and casualty life from uh, a nickel, we'll cover a nickel taxi ride up to large multinational companies. So we, we really span it all. And in my role, I lead our 100% digital business unit. Yeah. And so what that means, that is for us uh, making our products and services available in what we call the, the digital channel right. uh, around the world, mostly B2B to C. So I think we'll be talking yep. a, a, a lot about that today. Let's uh, let's dive right in if that's okay. And you know, starting with your ambitions, priorities, highlights for you and your team, uh, we'd love to hear a little bit about what's what's on your folks' radar. You've already mentioned B2B to C, so right. I don't know if that's the right place to start. Sure, we can start there. Uh, it's been a really exciting journey for us on B2B to C, and yeah. uh, there's so much more upside on it, so much yeah. more, more to come. And you know, very simply, it, these are products that yep. you can embed into partners' yep. ecosystems and and provide to customers in a way that they couldn't access before, right? Yep. Through through mobile and and so on. And you know, to give a give a sense of numbers, I mean, yep. last year we we wrote about five hundred uh, million million dollars in terms of revenue. We mm -hmm. have about two hundred partners uh, around the world, and we think yep. of them in in verticals to make it help make it real. Right? Yep. Think of Airlines, if you think of uh, telcos, if you think of retail and e-commerce, if you think of of mobility, and each of these represent opportunities, right, yeah. for us to provide uh, value-added services to our partners and then through in, into their customers. And so, you know, as we look out, the we, we just see so many opportunities yeah. uh, in front of us to to grow and develop the products. I mean, clearly these are these are simple products, yeah, and and but they have. A relevance, right, mm -hmm. to 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 our customers, whether it's for protection, yeah. right, if you're protecting life, life insurance, or you know, you're protecting yourself and your family, to things around the home, gadgets, yeah. you know, your yeah. laptop stuff, if you will, um, through into lifestyle. Yeah. Um, so when you think about your cyber footprint that you have, when you when you think about travel, um, so sort of more lifestyle yeah. type type products. And so so in that case, right, so. In the in a B two B two C setting, mm. tell me a little bit more about what Chubb's offering is, or where Chubb's offering ends, where the partners' uh, assets come in. How do these things come together? Mm. Uh, mm. Tell me a bit more, or maybe sharing an example or two. Yeah, so may maybe unpacking it. I mean, first and foremost, and uh, technology is is critical, right? right? Like it's um, and and we've we've invested in that um, ourselves. So our, yep. our uh, technology integration layer with partners, we call that, that Chubb Studio. Yep. Uh, and so what that allows us to do very simply when we face the partner, 
Um, and we can do that through through APIs or SDKs or mm-hmm. or a widget. What we're doing there is is really simplifying the product set that we have yeah. and and abstracting all the complexity that we have right. internally, right? right? With with policies, with systems, and you know all that blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what you're presenting back to the partner is something that's very simple from a from a technology right um, point of view, and that's been a real differentiator for us in the mm-hmm. in the marketplace. It's allowed us to move quickly. Um, it allows us to go toe to toe, if you will. With digital natives, yeah, because they're always a step ahead. But we're we're at parity when it when it when it comes with the with the technology integration discussions, and what that allows you to do then, if you will, I said it's necessary but not sufficient. Allows you to focus on the important stuff, yeah. Um, to you know, to to your question about um, what you need from from partners, yeah. Um, because it's it's one thing to to figure out the the technology, and it's one thing to to have the product, but what we're really doing is creating experiences mm-hmm. for our partners and their customers yeah. in their digital real estate. And if you think about it, when when you think, you know, what comes to mind when you think of a great digital native firm, right? Yeah. You think things like Spotify or, or an Apple, right? They yeah. have these amazing digital experiences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now you're coming along and saying, I'm going to introduce insurance. <laughs> and, right? and they well, we've, we've spent a long time right. curating and looking after our digital real estate. And they're maniacal about every pixel yeah. on the yeah. screen, and rightly so, right? Yeah. Because that is so valuable to them, each, yeah. each, each pixel. So when we are now suggesting that, that insurance could be part of that, that journey in, in some shape or form, and we can get into some examples yeah. of what, what those are, that is where you sit down. That's where the magic happens yeah. with the partner, and that that takes time. Yeah, that that takes time, and you have to have a real partnership. Yeah, develop trust. Yeah, right with the, with the partner to be able to to deliver on that promise and provide the customer yeah. something that's uh, that's a great digital experience. I'm hearing a few things. Right, first off, in terms of what's truly differentiating. Or what would be the the secret sauce for for Chubb is I'm hearing a combination of at least three things. Right, one is obviously the 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 expertise in risk and creating the right insurance products. Two is I heard you mentioning all the digital and technology you know elements that you you mentioned. You're you're rivaling with all the digital natives, but you know that's a, a lot of skills that you've developed in house around there. And then there's a third element around engaging with the partner, having the right degree of trust that I'm sure takes a lot of time and really meeting both the partner and the customers where they're at. So that to your point, it doesn't become, it's not we're having a great seamless experience (laughs) and then we're just pushing insurance and it's kind of really embedded inside the the, the whole world journey. Yeah. It's got to be, it's got to be very contextual in that journey. And um, I'll just pull pull up on one word that you said when we're rivaling, uh, rivaling, (laughs) right? I mean, we're humble, right? And so we've got Good enough tech to get in the front door. Yep. We got good enough tech to to integrate with our with our partners, right? I mean, we we learn all the time yep. on, the, on the tech side from from our partners. But yeah, another way to another way to think about it, you've got hopefully from from a partner's point of view, you've got all these great strengths yeah. about that we bring as a as an insurer. You know, we have balance sheet. We yep. we take risk, right? We, yep. All these countries, yep. we've, we've got this breadth and depth of, of product. And so for a partner, like, how do I get at that? 
Yeah. You know, from a partner's point of view, oh, that's cool, right? How do I, how do I get at that? Because I, from a partner's point of view, I, I don't want to do the claims handling. Yeah. I don't know the regulation. I'm, yeah. I don't want to manage your balance sheet, right? So if we can unlock that yeah. through technology, then we really provide the, the best of both both yeah. worlds, right? We're bringing the strengths of a of a carrier, and then we we have the technology to allow us to yeah. to integrate. So it's quite a it's quite a, I right. think uh, interesting proposition for for partners. Yeah, and you know what? One thing that I heard from you, which I really liked, is you said, "Look, we have all these things, so we can focus on what really matters." And and yeah. you know, oftentimes what we discuss with the industry is shifting from product selling to problem solving, right? right? How do you start from the customer problem back? And it seems like in the most successful partnerships, uh, you know, in the most fruitful partnerships is when you and, and your partner can really think from that customer problem back versus, oh, can how can we add on as many of these products as yeah. possible? That's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. And then, you know, we think of, um, what I'd say, sort of some really successful examples that we've had and you know, one one that comes to mind is New Bank in Latin America, and another yep. one is Grab and Grab in Asia. And exactly. both of those, exactly to your point, came about because the partner said, "We've got this problem, yeah. right? We've got this pain point with the with the customer, right? Customer base, Chub Studio, which which sort of originally connotated sort of painting, right? And sort of collaboration, this idea, right, that you can sit down and collaborate, and we got all these products, you know, that you can get out. You've got the technology, and so how do you put all of that together? And, and create this this amazing customer experience. I would love to hear a little bit more about Chubb Studio, how uh, you know how it came to be developed. What kind of talent do you have? How right. how do you folks make the magic happen? Tell me a bit more about this. It was actually Madrid. Madrid was the birthplace. Of, uh, Interesting. Chubb Studio. We're all getting. It's like you can imagine sort of all the whiteboards filled with squiggles. And, <laughs> Cups of coffee. But I was like, okay, this, this is this is what we need to do, right? And that's how it was born. And the other point I'd make around it, I mean, it's one thing to figure out the the sales journey. We can integrate the sales journey. Very much focused on making sure, right, that the post sales yeah uh, experience is the same. Whether that's you know you want to change your email address to to the claims to the claims experience. Yeah. Before we move on from B two B to C, I have one question. Everyone just one. is yeah. <laughs> everyone. Everyone is talking about embedded insurance, right? In, in right. Insurance. Obviously, what we described right. is every bit embedded insurance, right? right? But you used B two B two C, right? Um, tell me, how do you see the this the distinction between the two, the overlapping <laughs> Venn diagram? Why use one versus the other? What's your What's your take? To give a couple of examples, what we're what we're talking yeah. about here, right? If if you have a customer journey with a with a bank or a fintech, yeah, and the customer is taking out uh, a loan, yeah, very natural, right? In that in that digital journey, to take out the loan. Could you uh, insert here some some insurance, right? If you happen to get ill, sick, right, and you can't keep up the loan payments, yeah. you know, we we can step in and and. And help with that in a, a lot of countries, lo, low-income countries. That's incredibly valuable, yeah, uh, to protect the individual and that, and them and the families. And so you can naturally insert that that insurance proposition in the in the journey. And so there, you're quote unquote embedded, yeah. And it works for like for simple 
for simple products. For you have to be, it has to be contextual. So I mean, travel is another great example, right? You, you book your airline ticket, very natural to present to present insurance there. So you, you want it to be at the point where the customer, yeah, this this makes sense, and you're explaining it, so you're not. It's not like quickly um, click through. So um, it, it's the right place and at the right time. It's contextual. It's relevant. Um, these are simple, uh, affordable products. For me, where the magic happens is you take, uh, you go to say, for example, in Brazil, mentioned mentioned New Bank, um, and we're selling uh, life policies there with with three clicks on the phone, and that's that's protection products to people that typically have not bought a financial services product yeah. Yeah. before. Yeah. And the only way that you can reach them and make the the economic work for everyone is through the phone. You can't you can't do that through an intermediary. So this this idea, right, that you can now open up financial um, inclusion to people through the through the phone. That, that to me is where I think the the power of this um, gets gets really really exciting. And to do that to get the scale, you you, you need to be B B to C. Can you tell me a bit more, maybe using some some of your examples, what what makes a fruitful partnership mm. uh, from your standpoint for Chubb? I heard a lot about trust, collaboration. What else? What is key? What what makes for a fruitful long term partnership? I, it's such a fascinating question um, that you could we we could unpack it uh, <laughs> a number of ways. So let me here. <laughs> I'll, I'll 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 start right. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, there's the, you and I are partners and it, it's sitting down across the table and it's, and it's trust, right? And, um, you know, we're, we're going to pay our claims on time and we're going to pay them in the right way. Our technology will work, right? And so there's that trust element, but it's for, for me, where you get the real value, it, it has to be long-term. Yep. Um, it's, yeah, it's one thing to be transactional, but where, where the real value creation comes often because, you know, this ideation that takes time is the, for it to be sustainable. Right, I love the idea of long-term um, partner, partnerships, relationships, and I think to be successful, particularly in this age, is what else can you bring to the table? Yeah, right. And so this idea that it's not just about the the product; it's about what are the services that you can provide that are associated with the product. Cyber is a great is a great example because we we bring to the table services that help you with your cyber. Hygiene, so it's about it's about risk yep. risk mitigation. Yep. So it helps you lower your risk risk profile. Um, but we're still there, right? If yep. something goes wrong, we can right. we can step in. And clearly, we're bringing other types of services post plan, right? Mm-hmm. If it's reputational, well, I've got to get the data back, and, right? You know, all the legal and all these all these sorts of things. Um, but that, you know, that's just one one example, and you, and you see it in health type products and. And so on, this idea that you can bring uh, additional services to the table. And in some instances, you know, do you get something that's, that's sort of symbiotic where the partner is also yeah, providing right. sort of value, value back? So. I'm hearing a lot in, in what you're, you're saying here is a combination of, of a few different business models that include all the, I'm going to call it the more traditional insurance, you know, product and service provision. And being a strong ecosystem orchestrator, whether right. it's with an ecosystem of distribution partners or customer uh, reach partners, but also 
other solution providers. And you know, you were mentioning that cyber example. And it seems like going forward for a company like Chubb, having both of these business models working well hand in hand, it's going to be crucial for for success. Do you do you agree with that? I I agree with that. <laughs> and and how that manifests itself varies in 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 markets and in, in and in different ways and by the nature of the vertical that that you're in. And sometimes it can sound abstract, but now if you if you start to think by vertical, right, think think of airlines, right? Yep. You think all the services that get orchestrated in in into airline, or if you think mobility, mm-hmm. e-commerce, bank, right? I mean, each vertical is 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 unique and different, mm-hmm. and you need different services that need to get orchestrated. Yeah. Can you tell me a bit more about what? differences you're seeing uh, between some of the different markets. What do you see is a little bit more of a of a focus, whether it's uh, by way of the customer demand, uh, the way the, your, your partner needs, uh, et cetera. Are, are there any major differences you're seeing between some of these different markets? Yeah, there, there are. I, I would um, I would characterize it as, as pace. Yeah. So the pace of change you see I, I find in Latin America and Asia is is that much faster than Europe or or in North America. I mean, New Bank in in Brazil has I think it's eighty million customers, and they didn't exist right. four years ago. <laughs> and they're entirely digital bank, right? They didn't. Right. Um, so it's all on the phone, and and they're like, well, where did that where did that come from? So I you know I think that I think you've got the pace right of of change. I think you've got in. Growing, growing aspirations, economies. When you when you look at Asia, right, the growth in Asia, we're, we're we're very excited about. We made some acquisitions last year, and you look at the, the growth on the consumer side and what we can do there across across Southeast Asia, in Korea, um, in China. I mean, it, it's just it, it's incredibly exciting. So wherever you you've got growth, right, in 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 a vertical. So I mean, travel's been reinvented. Banking's mm-hmm. getting reinvented. Mobility didn't exist five years ago. Um, look at e-commerce. Yeah. Um, that that we're very, very, very excited about. And so you know, and these the, these are changes that are happening in the in the states and Europe as well, mm-hmm. right? So you know, globally, wherever you see these changes, I think that there's an opportunity to provide insurance insurance products. I think the other general comment I'd make on it too is this idea of services as well mm-hmm. that complement complement product. Yeah. And I think that's a general trend regardless of, of geography, right? What what can you help the customer yeah. with in terms of, you know, risk risk mitigation, risk mm-hmm. risk hygiene, if you if, if you will. And then post claim, right? Again, sort of services that can come in. So I think services will become a yeah um as a, as a general General trend, I think, will add sort of increasingly important. I'd like to to shift gears a little bit, and I mean, we're, we've already started, but uh, I'd like to talk about some of the trends uh, to watch out for uh, in the coming months and years. And there's definitely one topic I want to start with. Uh, it's uh, it's AI, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, I I, uh, I love uh, you know, I, I I'm using with my teams. Uh, there is a meme of um, it was a video put together of all the moments where uh, in the Google I.O. conference, Sundar Pichai referenced AI. I think it goes AI, 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 AI right. 20,000 times. Right. And I, I feel like that's a nice summary of 2023. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, uh, you know, 
without or before uh, needing the witness by any means, we'd love to just get your your general unfettered take on AI overall and where where you see things now or soon and in the next two, three, four years. <laughs> How long have I gone? <laughs> AI, AI. Well, um, <laughs> big topic. So I, I think there's been um, a tipping point, a, a breakthrough in a way, right, that's very, very real. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the headlines are around sort of chat, chat GPT, right. and then you get into sort of generative AI. I think if you go another level down too, right, what's really, what's really changed is, is you know, these concepts around large, large language models in other forms, you know, whether it's video or voice, right? The, the, these are going to go multimodal in word commas right. pretty quickly, right? And that's, that's the real power. You know, we've been um, playing with with some of these these models before, as well. But when you when you actually see the new um, and and what they're capable of, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's it's pretty exciting. Now that's not to say it's going to happen overnight, yeah. right? And there's there's a there's a lot here in, in terms of how they're going to get used, how they're going to apply, what regulation is going to say, right? I think the other dynamic that that's changed is it's almost the credibility around it, mm-hmm. right? If you brought up AI three or five years ago, yep. so, I mean, we were playing around with it. It was like in the basement. <laughs> um, but now, right, I mean, people, you know, executives, management, board, yep. you know, people you, you talk to, right, there's an expectation, right? It's real, right? Yep. It's like, well, can't use AI for that, right? So it's, it's very much... Um, you know, sort of front and center in terms of what what problems it could it could help solve. I love the point you brought up about how the conversation has changed in the boardrooms and management teams. One one thing that has really surprised me, um, and that there's I feel like there's really been a pre and post chat GPT on this. Mm-hmm. Is, um, even a year, two years, three years ago, you could go and have a very interesting. Uh, AI solution that could, you know, determine, you know, a roof type with 90% accuracy. Right. Uh, and you could, you would bring this to uh, insurers or others, right? And the reaction would be, well, it's wrong 10% of the time. Right. <laughs> so we're not interested. Right. Uh, yeah. Right. But a human is wrong 30% of the time. Right. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. And, and now, first of all, I feel like there's been more openness to that high level of accuracy, yeah, 90% accurate is, is pretty good. But also the shift from, oh, it's not always going to be a replace, it's more of an augment, right? And yeah. bringing it into the right setting is is something that everybody seems more open to. What do you think? I think that's absolutely right. I agree with that around around the augmentation and the relativity. You, you know the machine's going to get better. Right. All right. right. It's going to learn. Yeah. And and you've got um, you've got a baseline and a track record, and and it's and it's and it's going to get better. Um, so that's the other, I think, um, plus around this, right? You can um, you can see frameworks and processes develop where you just you're just going to iterate and improve over over time. But I, I completely agree on the on the on the augmentation piece, right? I mean, right now, I mean, you could say you know, some of the uses for ChatGPT are fun, right? <laughs> <laughs> what's your What's your most fun? 
prompt that you've thrown into ChatGPT. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I would say is this actually we 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 ran a we ran a competition internally um, and and asked employees to send in um, their ideas and um, which was which was a lot of fun. We had some we had some we had some great ideas and we had a category for creativity and uh, the person. Uh, one, one person used Chat GPT to say, "This, this is how we're going to. Uh, how can I win the competition?" <laughs> <laughs> very meta. Yeah, it was very, it was very meta. But they didn't win. They didn't win. So um, that was that was that was that was kind of fun. One of the 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 interesting um, areas for that are evolved. Right, is this idea? Right, it helps us create new data sets. Right, yeah. and, and and new insights. Right, so. It's not that you're trying to um, replace some something. This is, I think, also about creating um, new insights, um, new products, yeah. and, and and new services. When when you look out around some of the the challenges, right, and opportunities that that we have as an industry, think cyber, right, right. Think about um, the changing the changing weather, climate, and so on. Right, this opportunity for new products and services and, and and that's where I think AI can play a, um, a, a really interesting really interesting roles another provocation for you uh, <laughs> like I haven't thrown enough already uh, is you know I think if you think in the insurance industry whether it's underwriting whether it's claims whether it's you know in the distribution space I think there is a, a common thread that is very true that is there is an art and a science to mm. underwriting mm. to claims etc and and I think that comes from the fact that you know a lot of the correlations between different things are not obvious, and 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 having years, decades of experience, having dealt with these things, or you know being an insurance company that has decades and decades mm. of these types of claims and all these things is in, infinitely valuable. Uh, one one thing that I've observed with to your point with large language models and all these things is that. Yes, it's going to continue helping with the, the science part of things. And I feel like AI has helped with this for many years. But now for the first time, there is a, a prospect for it can help augment the art part. I mean, you were talking about creating. I, I really like the point you brought up, right? It's like, how can I help an underwriter get ahead of the curve even, even more? How can I leverage all the insights we have? On the science, right? So it's, it's, going, to, it's going to expand. Um, the 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 pool of data that you have around science yeah. is going to uh, expand the insights that you have around science, and I think you'll always always um, have that that judgment um, for for whether it's underwriting the mention or risk engineers or or claims, um, and I think it'll it'll just help augment and help help yeah. make us. Individually, professionally, and make us make us better. Three, five years from now, what do we? What do you think it will take to be ahead of the curve, or you know, on the right side of the curve? This is still um, playing out, right? Yeah. You you look at the time, energy, and effort that's being expended globally, right? Yeah. By by um, by people into in, into AI, and e even in the last six months, right? You see. Um, different ways and techniques to, to mm -hmm. train the models, to yeah. teach the models, right? Um, that you know, so it took a month before it takes a day now, right? So the, right. this is all—it's all, it's all um, evolving, evolving pretty quickly, and so that just means you have to be have to be nimble. I think it, the other point I would make around this, and it, it's something that we're very we're very focused on. I mean, the 
AI gets all the attention, uh -huh. right? But there's there's <laughs> a lot of hard work um, that has to go on to to enable it, right? Yeah. I'm talking infrastructure. Yeah. I'm talking data. Talking data engineers, cloud, right? Yeah. Um, so there's there's a big pool of, of expertise that has to go around to 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 support AI, and and, and that's you know where where we're investing we're investing um, in that as well. Moving on to another topic, and I, I think we'll we'll probably have some similar themes coming. <laughs> is uh, the 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 big topic of predict and prevent, which I think you've you've uh, you've mm. Uh, mm. you've kind of alluded to a little bit earlier. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll start the same way. What's your what's your general take on predict and prevent, and and throwing an, an extra uh, provocation? Right. I feel like this is something. I mean, this is probably both an insured's and an insurer's dream to move towards predict and prevent versus repair and replace. Where where have we been? Where are we now? What's mm -hmm. the what's the what's the future like? What's your, mm -hmm. your take on this? I'm a big believer right. in, in, in the predict and prevent um idea, right? Uh, versus a repair and replace no. replace model, right? This this idea that you can you can measure exposure, mm -hmm. I think is really I find really interesting, right? Because Trained as an actuary, right, and, and and you were you were always guessing for exposure, right? Or you're trying to find proxies for exposure, right? On, on which right. you could, right, on which you could do your risk uh, assessment. So it it's so fundamental to what we to what we do, right? And then and then along uh, along comes technology that potentially allows you to measure um, exposure in a in a in a much um, sort of direct way, right? You don't have to have proxy or, no. or, or inferences. Um, and so if you, if you can do that, that's great for risk selection. Um, but then it also now starts to open up um, the door for much better uh, risk management, um, much better if you can alert somebody um, about a problem and they can take proactive action, um, better for them, as you say, and, 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 and for the insurer. And you avert that, that um, claim right and yep. it's not just okay we'll we'll we'll, we'll cut your check or um send it to your digital wallet right i guess <laughs> right um you know it's everything else that, that that happens right you know you have a flood you have to go and rip out the carpet you've right. got to go and live at the hotel you're worried about mold i uh, can't get your sofa back the way that you wanted blah 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 right and and so um much better that you that, that you prevented it i think um and so i mean obviously right i think um Auto let let the way right this yeah. like you know in sort of in telematics, but you start to see it emerge now in in, in health and wellness and in various various forms. You can see it in property, mm -hmm. you knowing that's personal or, or, or commercial. This idea that um, you know sensors and technology can can help um, detect things and prevent things, and you know ultimately hopefully hopefully predict things. I believe you had some. Recent partnerships and acquisitions, yeah. where where you you you've seen measurable progress and and change through through predict and prevent through these sensors and, and all. And uh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, we've we've um, we've invested in, in in the expertise and mentioned we acquired a small company um, called called Streamlabs that manages that, and this this is technology for water water shutoff leak 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 detection, and and we put it in. Um, homes and on that high net worth portfolio and, and, and commercial. 
and yeah, I mean, we, it, it's 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 quite it's quite funny, right? You you see these examples, and you go, everyone should right. do this, right? And it's like, <laughs> why why wouldn't you do this, right? I mean, we we've, we've seen it in the hospitals, right, where you know we prevented a catastrophic flood onto the operating theater. We've right. we've seen it in, in in a library full of beautiful books, right, and prevent prevent a flood. Um, happening to the to the library we put them in colleges universities campuses and um so yeah we, we we've 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 seen enough use cases and you go this is this is real and it's really impactful for the for the insured um and and for the insurer a little bit of a of a thread between what you were sharing about ai and this right which mm-hmm. is there's a lot of the underlying underlying infrastructure yes. that needs to get there yes for it to be truly enabled Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think I, I think AI will help. Um, you know, I think there's much more dialogue now around and convergence, right, around the technology and compatibility. What role do you see Chubb uh, having in the value chain? You know, three, five years from now. Again, if I think about cyber, if I think mm-hmm. about poverty, to to your point, maximize that predict and prevent. How is that going to evolve? Where you know what kind of partnerships do you need mm-hmm. to have? Can you can you share a little bit of your perspectives there? First and foremost, right? I mean, say we're we, we're an underwriting company, yeah. right? So we're, we're never going to lose um, sight of that. Yeah, that, that that's that's who we are, right? Yeah. Um, and then it's 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 where can where can we use um, either technology or or analytics or data to better help um, our insureds, right? Our, our clients, that's, that's so important, right? And so, you know, we'll, we'll either be developing that ourselves, our own insights, yep. or, you know, we'll, 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 as mentioned earlier, right, partnerships are incredibly important, right? So, um, you know, and it'll vary by geography and, and and the product, right? Who we partner with on the cyber side, very different to who we work with, um, say, in, on the IoT side for property, yeah. as it is to say we're out in Asia looking at, at, at at health and wellness, so this will um, take 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 different forms. Yeah. Um, but at the heart of it, right? It, is, is it going to make our underwriting better? Yeah. Is it going to be good for our clients? Yeah. Right? Are we going to deliver um, a, a, a better claims experience to you yeah. and, and to 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 our shareholders? It's not a solution in search of a problem. It's, it, it always focuses. That's on the problem. so well said, right? It's like what is what is the problem right. that you know that 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 you're trying to solve? Having clarity around that. And it's it's going to be no one thing. What else are you watching out for going into twenty twenty four and and beyond? What's top of mind for you? Top of mind, um, incredibly optimistic, right? I you know I I, I just think it's um, it's such a great time to be in the industry. Yeah, I, I really do. Right? Um, when you look at the, the the problems around the world that people are facing, right? Um, when you, when you think about healthcare, when you think about aging. Demographics in that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, we touched on the cyber, the right. cyber landscape and changing weather. Right? There's, there's so many, so many problems. Right? The insurance is really, you know, front and center and can yeah. can um, provide. So I think it's a really vibrant and exciting um, industry. Yeah. Um, and so it's like I, I wish I knew now. Um, you know, when I when I started out, what I what I know now. Way to, way to say it, right? <laughs> you know, because if I if I was young and and, and I I had um, you know 
I was I was interested in risk or technology and, and you know data, right? I mean, wow, okay, what well, what a what an industry to find right. and join, and then to have a purpose around it as well, yeah. right? You you can you can play a part to solve some really interesting interesting problems that are pretty unique. So right. I, yeah, I just think it's it's just an amazing time to be in the in the industry. Let's talk a bit more about yourself. And, uh, uh, yeah. And, you know, we'll run out. Time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's why I kept it for the end. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, so, you know, reflecting back, um, you know, building on what you were just sharing, can you share a little bit more about yourself, your journey in insurance and, you know, what have been some, some fundamental learnings and moments that, you know, to your point, uh, you know, You, you you love to teach to your you know younger self or to <laughs> teach to folks who are starting in the industry or you know up and coming in the industry. Well, look, I, I, I've been incredibly lucky in, in in acknowledging that you have a lot more ahead of yourself. Just didn't want to. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> glad you glad you brought that up. <laughs> That's good to know. <laughs> Uh, I've been I mean, just just extraordinarily lucky, right? In terms of the people I've met and, and the circumstances I've been, um, people have always been very like far too gracious and 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 supportive. So I, you know, having having a network that way has um, been been lucky that way. I, I would maybe say this, right? If 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 you if you're young and uh, you manage to make your way to the end of this, um, is it's take the opportunity, right? Right. right. Um, Every every situation that comes up, um, you know, whether whether it's a a job or a new client or right. a new assignment, or you say like, you know, take on this role, or, or, or go to a new 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 geography. Um, to me, I think the the mindset is take it right, right. Um, and this idea that um, if 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 you're feeling stretched, right, and it's like I I don't know how to deal with that, or uh, I don't know where to begin. My advice would be taken, right, right, because somebody, somebody has got faith in you, right, right, and said, look, I, I, I believe this person um, can do it. Right? So you, you should take encouragement, um, in that, and just stretch yourself and yeah. and take it. So uh, my advice would be, yeah, just take every opportunity that right. that 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 comes, um, because they don't come around again, yeah, right, um, and that's, you know, you get these moments, and and you look back, and I've I've had them, and I've, I've I've made a decision which, you know, to family friends can be can be, can be counterintuitive. He said, "No, it's, this is I'm going to take I'm going to take this um, this opportunity." We're really coming up on time this time. Um, it's been really fun uh, <laughs> talking with you, Sean. Uh, any, uh, you know, I, I love to always ask for final words of wisdom. I've heard a lot <laughs> of, of them from you today, but any any final words of wisdom you would have for our audience? No, I think I think I think we've touched on a lot of great points. It's been it's been a great conversation. I come back to this 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 um, this idea, right, of of the role and relevance of of insurance, right? Um, really, is a vibrant vibrant industry. It's never been more more relevant, right? So, um, I think all of us in, in the industry really should be out there um, because we need to attract talent, right, and 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 different type of talent than we've than, than we've had before, right? Yeah. And I think I think this this messaging around uh, insurance and the vital role that it plays, and it's 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 so cool, right? I think you know we we just got to do more of that, right? Because um, there's there's a lot of work 
in, in front of us as a as an industry. Um, how we do that, right? The, the the technology or data and analytics, or people who understand risk and, and can take on risk and manage manage risk, right? It's 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 so important, right? So I you know I I would just encourage everybody to be really really excited about that and and go out there and be ambassadors for for the industry. Here here, thank you so much. Thank you very, very much for your time. It was great. A pleasure. Good to that we could do this. <laughs> yeah, likewise. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. That was uh, Sean Ringstead, Chief Digital Business Officer at Chubb. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. For more information about our Reinventing Insurance series, you can find everything on our website at oliverweiman.com slash reinventinginsurance. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.